0: This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Well, our first guest is the reigning NFL MVP and a Super Bowl participant for the first time in his career. I'm talking, of course, of Atlanta's Matt Ryan, who came this close to capping a year of perfection at Super Bowl 51. Matt, of course, is the face of the Falcons, starting at 142 of 144 games since the team made him a first-round pick in 2008. And he not only hasn't missed a miss to start the last seven seasons, but he's passed for over 4,000 yards in each of the past six seasons. Matt, thanks for not passing on us, and welcome to this show.
1: <laughs> you got it. I got a knock on wood after that intro. <laughs> so got to keep going.
0: Well, uh, I hate to be the uh, sort of bearer of uh, bad memories here, but let's get to last year's Super Bowl right off the bat here. Um, some guys would never watch that tape again. I know that. I've talked to them. You not only watched it the next day as you normally would, but three times in a few days, I think. Is that right? Is, I, I saw you said somewhere that you had to deal with it appropriately and then move on. What does that move mean uh, mean to you, and, and, and have you moved on?
1: Yeah, I've definitely moved on. You know, I think that um, – you know, for me, it was one of those things. I wanted to watch it, uh, you know, just to, to buzz through it, and I wanted to watch it again to try and you know make the corrections, um, take a look at what we did well, what we didn't do well, as I would, you know, every week uh, that we play. And and um, the big thing was, you know, just making sure that uh, you know I got it out of my system as fast as I could, so that I could focus on finding a way to get better this off season uh, and finding a way to help our team improve. And you know, I think. If we dwell too much on, on that from last year, it's going to affect what we do moving forward. So, you know, I feel good about where we're at. We've had a really productive off season, And guys are, are focused on, on trying to become the best team that this team can be. Um, and, 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 you know, moving forward to training camp in a couple of weeks. Matt, after the
2: game, few would have blamed you if you just left the field. But instead, you waited for the crowd to congratulate Tom Brady. It seemed a lesson in sportsmanship not seen as often today as we would hope. What in your background and upbringing led you to make that gesture?
1: Well, uh, I mean, I I didn't think too much of it. Um, Honestly, I think that, you know, I've always been taught, you know, win or lose, um, you you know, handle yourself the right way. I think that starts with my parents and, and, you know, how how I was taught growing up. And, you know, in my career, I've always always done that after games. You know, regardless of how good we played or how poorly our game was, uh, I felt like, you know, it's it's always the deal that you go over and you congratulate the other quarterback. It's kind of a written, an unwritten code. Uh, I felt like it was the right thing to do. I know Tom uh, pretty well and just want to, you know, wish him uh, congratulations. He played a great game. And, uh, you know, after that, I'm not going to lie, I wanted to get home you know, as fast as I could. But, uh, you know, I felt like it was the right thing to do at the time.
0: We're with Atlanta quarterback Matt Ryan on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us on the web at com or on Twitter at, at Talk of Fame net And Matt... Um, one more question, Honor, uh, about that game. We had Ron Rivera on here um, a couple of uh, months ago, and we were talking to him about you know, Super Bowl hangovers. Is there such a thing? And, and the fact that it's so tough for teams that don't win that game, actually for both teams, but especially teams that don't win that game, to get back there. And we said, do you believe in it? And he said, I, I really do. I, I do believe there's a Super Bowl hangover that's tougher for those teams to try to get back and put things together just simply to get to the playoffs. Do you believe in it?
1: Well, uh, you know, it does me no good to believe in it right now, you know. You know, I, I think every organization, every team's different, and, and each game affects everyone differently. You know, you talk about a Super Bowl hangover or anything like that, you look at the NBA championship, and uh, if any team had reason for a hangover last year as the Golden State Warriors, and to see how they played this season, I think that serves as really good inspiration for us. We know it's going to be really hard. I mean, there there's no question about it. It was really hard last year to, to get there. You know, I think part of it is embracing that, embracing that, it's going to be difficult. The grind is, is really, really difficult. But that that's what's going to make it so great. Uh, and, and that work and embracing that uh, and, and really thriving on, on how hard it is. Uh, but we've got the right people to do it. And, and so, um, you know, I think, I think we'll be okay. I think our, our mindset is right. And uh, we've got the right people in leadership positions to, to guide us in the right direction.
2: Yeah, The first pass you threw in the NFL was a 62-yard touchdown to Michael Jenkins. At the end of that play, were you thinking, this is pretty easy? And what have you learned (laughs) since then about the difficulty of the job of playing quarterback in the NFL?
1: I think that was the only time in my career I thought this was really easy. You know, I was (laughs) one for one, Uh, you know, with a touchdown. I think since that point, uh, I've learned that it's really hard to complete one pass. You know, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Uh, But I've learned a lot in in my career and, uh, you know, feel like I'm at a point where, you know, my experience has really helped me become a better player. And, and you know, both positive and negative, I think the, the good things you learn from, but probably even more so some of the trying times you learn from those as well. So uh, I feel like I'm a lot further along, you know, for sure than, than you know, nine or 10 years ago with that pass to Jank.
2: Speaking of receivers, uh, Julio Jones once caught 12 year passes for 300 yards versus the Carolina Panthers. How would you describe throwing to someone with his explosion in size?
1: Well, there's nothing like it. I mean, he is he's as physically gifted as uh, anybody in this league. Um, he, he works extremely hard day in, day out. He's an incredible teammate, uh, unbelievable competitor. You know, I've been lucky to, to play with him for as long as I have. Uh, we're, we're really, you know, we're lucky and fortunate to have him, but it's special. I mean, throwing to, to guys like that, playing with players like that, uh, it's special. I've had the, the opportunity in my career to play with guys like Julio Jones and Tony Gonzalez and Roddy White, uh, who are real premier players in this league. And, uh, you know, when, when you're around those guys that are great, uh, it, it's fun. It's fun to watch them do their thing.
0: No kidding. It's fun to watch them. I and you're, you're right about he is special. And that's what I, I wanted to ask you. Do you have to sort of guard against wanting to throw in his direction every play because every time he touches the ball, something amazing happens.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's you got to tell the line because you you have to give him opportunities, even when he's double covered, because he ends up making great plays. Uh, But it's about, you know, it's about having a feel for that. I think quarterback playing quarterback in this league is about having that feel for when to be aggressive, when to choke back and and check the ball down. And when you have a player like Julio, you tend to be a little bit more aggressive because he's going to bail you out of a lot of, a lot of situations because of his talent. Um, You know, but finding that right mix is, is a challenge. And, uh, I think we've gotten ourselves into a pretty good spot where we use him really well, we use him, we give him opportunities, he makes plays, uh, but we also get all of our guys involved.
0: We're speaking with Atlanta quarterback Matt Ryan on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at com or on Twitter at, at Talk of Fame net. And Matt, um, you also... Other than the the wide receivers we're talking about here and the great Julio Jones and and good running backs, um, you have a new offensive coordinator, Steve Sarkeesian, uh, took over for Kyle Shanahan, who we had on here last month. Um, What differences do you see? I know it's early, but what differences do you see in the offense and, let's say, their approaches to the game?
1: Well, I think they're pretty similar. You know, I think, uh, you know, Sark's kind of had to make a transition coming into us and, and learning our system and adjusting to that. Uh, I think each coach has a little bit different flavor for play calling. Kyle was was great. We, you know, worked really well together and had a lot of success. Um, You know, I think it's early to tell on on Sark's play calling, but, you know, from a philosophical standpoint and what he thinks about ball and uh, situational discussions that we've had up until this point, I think we're very much on the same page, and he's very much on the same page with Dan Quinn. Uh, So I think he'll be a really good fit for – for our offense and, and for the guys that
2: we have in this building. You know, we had uh, Aaron Rodgers on the show a few weeks back, and we asked him, uh, of course, he led the NFL in passing efficiency last year, with a 117.1 rating. We asked him, how do you compute passer efficiency rate? Do you have any idea how it's, to, how it's done?
0: I have no idea. they <laughs> <laughs> put that BC degree to, 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 to work, yeah, work weren't you? <laughs> I think I pretty good, you know. <laughs>
2: He said touchdowns, he knew were important, interceptions, not so. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, yeah, that's it, right? Like, I think it's touchdowns, yards, and, and right. interceptions, at in opportune times, whatever that means. So uh, <laughs> I'll yeah, let the fuck guys figure that out.
0: I think Goose asked him, what's the most meaningful thing to you? And he said touchdowns and wins, that's all. Yeah.
1: That's it, wins at the end of the day, right? you got to score points to win. Uh, you know, if you can if you can put up touchdowns and limit the turnovers, that's usually a good recipe for it.
2: You know, A couple summers back, I went around asking all the quarterbacks around the league and GMs and all, all the different football people, what's the most important trait in a quarterback? And Brett Favre, of course, said arm. But what do you think? Is it accuracy? <laughs> is it mental toughness? Is it leadership? <laughs> is it feet? What's the most important trait in a quarterback?
1: Well, you know, I, I think you have to have a prerequisite level of talent. You know, all, all the guys do. Uh, from a throwing standpoint, I think accuracy is number one. you got to be able to put the right ball the, the ball in the right place at the right time um, and, and give your guys opportunity. So to me, that's that's number one. But, you know, I think from a from an emotional or a, a mental standpoint, I think mental toughness uh, is critical. You have to be able to stand in there, compete down after down, even after you make some poor plays uh, to, to maintain that aggressiveness and, and not worry about what happened before. And, um, you know, I think those two things, if you had to boil it down to just two, I think those are the most important.
0: You know, Matt, I I said earlier that we had Ron Rivera on here, and and we did, and and in the course of our conversation, he was telling us, he said, I think the NFC South may have the best lineup of starting quarterbacks in any division. Do you agree with that? I realize you're in a tough position to make that uh, statement, but uh, do you agree with that? And and how does that affect the competition in that division? I'm talking about both within the teams and maybe, just maybe, the quarterbacks who are leading them.
1: Well, you know, I I think you know, when you look at the other three guys, I can speak for them, you know, you talk about Drew Brees, Cam Newton, and Jameis Winston. Uh, I mean, those are three premier guys in this league. And and when you're playing against great quarterbacks like that, you know, regardless of who's injured, who's in, who's out, however, you know, their team is playing, they always give their team a chance. And and they're always going to be a tough out. And, uh, you know, I I don't know if it's the best. It's got to be right up there with anybody. You know, I haven't, Sat and thought about what divisions have the best QBs, but I know that I know that ours is is uh, is pretty good because you know we see we see those guys six times a year and they're tough uh, to go against every time we play them.
0: Well, plus you've had the two league MVPs the past two years in your division.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then a rookie and Drew and and uh, no slouching Drew, who's been a an MVP as well. So uh, we got pretty good players down there.
0: fu nine seasons. You ranked 21st all-time in passing yards and 25th in touchdowns. Just sort of wondering, do numbers like that mean anything to you? And and does the history behind the quarterbacks you've passed ever strike you? I mean, you're a student of history. Does that is that meaningful to you? Do you pay any attention to that as you're rising up the ladder?
1: I don't think so as you're rising. I mean, I'm very respectful of, of everyone uh, and certainly a student of it. But I think as you're in it, you don't think about it that much. I think at the end of my career you know, certainly it'll be nice to, to look back and to kind of see where you sit, um, you know, but as you're in the mix of it, you're just trying to win games and, and you're trying to, you know, find a way to play well that week. And so, you know, you don't, you don't get overly concerned with it, you know, but I still kind of, you know, you know, pinch myself every once in a while to, to realize that I've been able to play for this long and, you know, hopefully I can keep it going for, you know, for the next nine years and, and uh, keep being successful.
0: Last thing here, uh, one other question, but it, the, the pressure we talked about, you know, being the NFC reigning uh, champion, you're also the reigning NFL MVP. Is that additional pressure on your shoulders? Do you Are you considered or consider that or, or, or worried about that or, or concerned about it as you go into the season? We saw what happened to Cam Newton last year. I understand there were mitigating circumstances. But there's a lot of pressure sure. on those guys because you're in the forefront. Now people are saying, Matt Ryan, franchise quarterback, one of the, you know, Hall of Famer. Uh, is that in your mind at all? You know, for me,
1: it's, it's, it's just about trying to play well week in and week out. You know, I, I feel like, uh, is it any other pressure? No. You know, to me, I'm trying to play my best every week. And, and I think that's all the pressure that you need to put on yourself. So, you know, I, I think I've learned throughout my career uh, that if you're worried about all those other things, Uh, accolades or noise outside the building or or anything that's you know not not important to winning that week uh you you're wasting your time a little bit so uh, i won't put any more pressure on myself i'll just try and do the best that i can you know deliver winning performances for our team week
0: in and week out hey matt thanks so much for the time best of luck with the season and, and thanks for joining us you got it thank you guys that was atlanta quarterback matt ryan so goose what do you think has he overcome that super
2: bowl loss well, Cam Newton was the MVP in 2015, and he couldn't overcome that devastating loss. It's going to be tough, but I think it's going to be more on the team than Ryan himself. I think he'll have a good year.
0: I guess that's why they play the game. Anyway, coming up next, it's our two-minute drill. This is the Talk of Fame Network.